When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we are back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We're going to break away from our uh, normal uh, segment, which is music news. In the beat because Will Smith has broken his silence. At long last, we finally heard from Will Smith. The question was, would he sit down with Oprah? Would he sit down with uh, Nora O'Donnell? Would he sit down with Robin Roberts? Who would he sit down with? Uh, A camera is the answer. Mm -hmm. Just a camera and questions that are common questions that he has heard come up. Over the past few months, Rocco, I think you can go to about 20 seconds in. Okay. At the beginning, there's just some text on the screen. Will Smith's walking into the room, sits down, and then you see questions pop up that he will read, and then he will answer. And we can listen to it all together. Here's Will Smith finally breaking his silence. Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? Um, I was fogged out by that point. Mm. It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out to Chris um, and the, mes- the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Um, so I will, I will say to you, um, Chris, I apologize to you, uh, my behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. Um, I, I want to apologize to Chris's mother. I saw an interview that Chris's mother did and you know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just didn't realize and you know, I wasn't thinking but how many people got hurt in that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family, uh, specifically Tony Rock. You know, we had a great relationship. You know, Tony Rock was my man. Um, and uh, this, this, is, this is probably irreparable. Um, I spent the last three months um, replaying and understanding the nuances and and the complexities of what happened in in that moment. Um, And I'm not gonna try to unpack all of that right now, but I can say Mm. to all of you, there is no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. 
There's no part of me that thinks that's the optimal way to handle a feeling of disrespect or, or insults. After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? No. Um, it's like, you know, I'm, I made a choice on my own from my own experiences, from my history with Chris. Jada had nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm sorry, babe. Um, I'm gonna say sorry to my, my kids and, and my family for the heat that I brought on all of us. Um, to all my fellow nominees, you know, this is a community. It's like I won because you, you voted for me. And it, it, it really breaks my heart to have stolen and, and tarnished, tarnished your moment. Um, I can still see Quest Love's eyes. You know, it, it happened on Quest Love's uh, award. And, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry really isn't sufficient. What would you say to the people who looked up to you before the slap or people who expressed that you let them down? Um, so there's two things. One, um, disappointing people is my central trauma. Um, I hate when I let people down. Um, so it, it hurts. Uh, it hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. And the work I'm trying to do is I am deeply remorseful and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself, right? I'm human and I made a mistake. And so I would say to those people, I know it was confusing. I know it was shocking, um, but I, I promise you, I am, uh, deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world. And, you know, if you, if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. Huh? That's that. We did that. To, he did use the S word. He used the S word. We were able to drop that. Um, Initial thoughts. Um, I want to know what the reason was behind his reaction to Chris Rock's comments. And that's something he said he wasn't willing to unpack right now. I think that's where what everybody wants to know. Um, Maybe that's what comes during a sit down interview where somebody else leads the questions. Right. I, I sort of have an appreciation for the format of here are a few of the common questions that have been asked. Um, let me, w one thing about Chris Rock, he did allude to his own history with yeah, Chris. Yeah, what is so, that? Yeah, that's, 
And, and I'm sure he knows that putting that piece of information out there will it generates more questions. Curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. And he it feels to me that he is still calling Chris out for what he said, because he said something like about insults and whatever. When Chris didn't know about Jada's alopecia, um, he probably thought it was just a benign comment. He, I feel like he left out a lot of information. Yeah. It, there are more nuances to it that, you know, and, and, you know, he said, I'm not going to get into it now. So I guess that means he'll get into it at another time at some point. Well, and I feel like he had apologized to Chris Rock in a in a tweet or something. Well, uh, no, well he he put out a statement a few days later that week. Right. where he he did, but people were saying in that moment if you disrespected somebody or assaulted somebody mm-hmm. publicly on stage, a written statement letter like if 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 you're Someone you knew, someone in the building slapped you today, and mm-hmm. then they wrote you a letter. And it was like on the show, we were live streaming it, and everybody sure, saw it. Right. And then they wrote you a letter four days later that one of the paragraphs said, and to Donna, I want to apologize for slapping you. Sure. It might not feel. And so I think what he's saying is, to his credit, he has tried to reach out to Chris Rock. The message he said he's gotten back is, Chris isn't ready to talk yet, mm-hmm. and Chris will reach out to you, Will, when he is ready to talk. Not sure if there's other sort of history there. There will always be things that you can, because of the uniqueness of this moment in pop culture and in live television, there will always be little you know, nuances that we break down people's apologies and things like that. I thought one thing that was really worth uh, reiterating that any of us who have done anything where we've hurt someone that we love or done something that is just so off of who we desire to be. Mm-hmm. And then the shrapnel hits the ones we care about most and a bunch of other people. Him talking about trying to um, be remorseful without being ashamed of himself. Right. To forgive himself. Is a real powerful thing because if you get stuck in that shame spiral and you have no value and you sense that you have no worth, right. that's a really just bad place, place to, to stay. Sure. And so to. To work through that is, you know, a meaningful thing. That's a lesson for that any of us can learn when we screw up and hurt people is those two things can be mutually exclusive. You don't right. have to be ashamed because you're remorseful. Um, you know, so th- that was an interesting thing there. Now, and you an know, important thing I thought for him to say. I think so, too. Yeah. I want to hear from Chris. And I want to hear more from Will, but this is sort of interesting. This is out of the blue. This is a Friday, which is sort of the news dump day. That's true. And it just popped up. Yes. It wasn't even trending on Twitter. It's been out for over an hour now, mm-hmm. but you know how I feel about Twitter trending. It's all fake. There's right. there's a, there's somebody back there saying, this is what we're going to tell you is trending. Right. Uh, but it was interesting nonetheless. Um, and when we played that, it only had 15,000 views on YouTube. Can that be? Maybe, yeah. I guess I guess it's sort of just like sneaked. It, yeah, it out stuck there. up on everybody. So Yeah, I wonder if he put this on his Instagram as well. We'll we'll talk uh chat a little bit more about it 
as the morning goes on. It's a big story. Again, if you're just tuning in, it is uh, Will Smith. I'll link this up on the uh, show links page Perfect. so that you can find the full five-minute and 44-second apology video uh, that Will Smith just put out on YouTube. What are we doing when we come back? Um, well, um, let's talk about social media. Instagram is walking back. Some recent changes. Tell you about that. Facebook lost a ton of money. Oh, man. Uh, we'll get to that, too. All coming up just in a couple of minutes right here on My Talk 107.1. Hello. We back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. That's Beyonce, Break My Soul. And don't forget, her new album is out today, officially. Renaissance. That is right. Some I think there's 16 tracks on it. Some people are not happy. And by some people, I'm talking about um, the artist named Kellis. You familiar? No. Yeah, and I always get it mixed up if it's Kellis or Keyless, but she would she did a song with uh, like Justin back in the day. You would have liked that, Steve, right? Oh, for sure. Am I right on that? Go ahead. Yeah, well, there's right a song that. called Energy on the album, and it samples Kellis's track "Get Along with You," but Kellis had no idea uh, idea that it was happening. She found out basically the same time we did. Hmm. Yeah, she At- had the milkshake song, right? Oh, is, oh, that sounds right. My milkshake brings out a boys to the yard. Yeah, mm, to it. the yard, boys to the yard. Um, mm. After a fan account uh, made a post about energy, she said, nothing is ever as it seems. Some of the people in this business have no soul or integrity, and they have everyone fooled. This is not a collaboration. It's a theft. Wow. So it's Beyonce and the Neptunes who produced that track that she's upset with. And in the past, Kellis or Keyless has accused Pharrell of basically stealing from her when she worked with him on uh, their first two albums. Oh. And Pharrell, I believe, is also on this Beyonce album. So Yeah, he's one of the oh. Neptunes. Oh, duh. It's all right. Hey, man. You don't know all the producers. Hey, I don't know everybody, right? Fine, Donna. Thanks, guys. Anyway, just wanted to throw that in there since Beyonce took us back. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like earlier in the run-up to this, she she released all the, you know, hey, I sampled this and I did this and I... But maybe she tried to get... You know, you don't always get permission. You know, you, you ask. I remember, like, didn't somebody want Tracy Chapman's fast car? And she said no... And they released it anyway, and you're like, no, I said no, you can't do that, you know? Uh, how do they get away with that? Do they have to fork over some writing credits? Yeah, or? I think if you sample so, yeah. legally, you have, you have to pay, you know? I see, okay. I mean, back when it started, like when the Beastie Boys and stuff and Run DMC were sampling things, it was just, you know, in De La Soul, you could do anything, and then oh, eventually lawyers were like, you know what, uh, if you're going to use that snippet, you got to pay me. I right. wrote that, you know, so. Sure. Fair. Okay. I know. I get it. Hey, uh, Instagram. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. CEO Adam uh, Mosseri has announced yesterday that the company is going to return to its original format and walk back that whole highly criticized test that shifted the app to video content. Um, he said, I'm glad we took a risk. If we're not failing every once in a while, we're not thinking big enough or bold enough, but we definitely need to take a step back and regroup. And on Tuesday, he had said that more and more of Instagram is going to become video over time. So they did a test version, which introduced a full screen feed to just a small percentage of users. Mm. And it'll be phased on in the coming weeks and the app will reduce the number of recommended video posts. So they also addressed criticism that uh, that was all about the change to the app after Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian both posted Instagram stories saying, make Instagram Instagram again. Okay, so I think if I can decode this. Okay. Hollywood speak it, as the girls say. That, now we have to pay copyright. Oh, that's right. They're, now they're going to be like they get Kellis. A writing credit. Yes, you're right. Or they're probably Beyonce. We're Kellis. I don't know how this works. By the way, somebody did call in and say it's Kellis. Kellis. Oh, thank you. Okay. And it was Nicki Minaj that uh, kind of tried to do the Tracy Chapman thing. And then I thought it was Nicki Minaj. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. Thank you for the Kellis. It was probably Brian calling. Yeah. Um, okay. So Instagram is moving to video. When the Kardashians and Kim and Kylie put out the thing, they were like, we want like fun photos again. And then the CEO of Net, or of uh, Instagram said, look, people want videos. And this is sort of the way in which it's going. And he said that, alluded to the fact that they've done research saying when people share photos, it's actually not in their feed as much anymore. It's through direct message and it's separate oh. avenues. It's going to go video. It sounds like what he's walking back is, and I didn't see this because I wasn't one of the folks who, who got tested the tested, it. yeah. But TikTok is a full screen video. Yes. Instagram is different. Like Instagram, Instagram looks like this, right? You see a post and then it breaks down. Like there's yes. a, it sounds like they're changing the format, but video is still going to be pushed on Instagram. Sure. In fact, they just made a change where Reels, Instagram Reels, they said, hey, any video that you put out there is now going to be reels it's a reel whether you're lip syncing doing a fun dance or just posting a long video used to have a 90 second cap and now tiktok went to i believe 10 minutes for the longest form video that you can do and instagram reels has done the same thing where uh you can upload a video that is much longer than 90 seconds and it will appear in reels why that matters is reels when you put a video out before every video became a reel it would only go out to your followers, people that you followed. When you put out a reel, a reel is like a separate stage within Instagram that allows your video to be seen by all sorts of people, not I just see. people okay. that follow you. And that's what they're saying is going to happen for like videos moving forward. I see. Okay. That's all. All right. Thanks, Steve, for sharing that. Which is kind of like what TikTok does. They have like hashtag FYP for your page. So you put that out there, and then that's how other people's content will show up in your TikTok feed because they're trying to figure you out. Hey, you like dog videos. Sure. Here are three more dog videos, and then you might follow those dog people. Right. And so the dog people like it because now they're getting follows from people that otherwise they would have never been sure. able to reach. Okay. 
Facebook lost a lot of money, by the way. They put a lot of money into uh, their virtual reality division. It lost $2.8 billion last quarter in the last three months. Mark Zuckerberg said that uh, this is laying the groundwork for a very successful 2030s. Him putting all this money into virtual reality and the metaverse. And they've been losing money and losing ad money, all this stuff. They're all in on the metaverse and apparently all in on virtual reality, even though it lost them nearly $3 billion in the last three months. Mark Zuckerberg is looking ahead to the 2030s, which sounds like a fake time. It does. You know what? This is a real time to play a game. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It'll be me representing men everywhere. And it'll be Donna representing every woman. All right, let's do this. We're going to play oh, a little whoa, game. Whoa. What, 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 what? On, we like to ease back what, in. What, what? Say hello. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Hey, gang. Thanks for listening. It's scaring you when you get that quick on this. It's Donna and Steve, My Talk 1071. Yeah, all right. You can download us as a podcast, hello, by the way. Hello. Download the My Talk app. Hello. Now we're going to play a game. No, don't forget about the Cat Video Festival. (laughs) August 4th, presented by Origin Pet Foods and David with First Equity. Stick around to see the laser light show afterwards. You'll be supporting the Animal Humane Society. Um, And every person who comes is getting a free dog. That is not true. Anyway, keyword is cat at mytalk1071.com. Can I do it now? It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Well, it's the last Friday of July. You know what that means? Yes, free ice cream. National Talk in an Elevator Day. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Um, maybe it's different during, you know, a pandemic. You don't want to, you know, breathe too much of other people's air. But this uh, this day encourages you to just go out there and have chats when you're in an elevator. That's clean. So I've picked out uh, a handful of movies here that had a scene with uh, that involved an elevator. Okay. And I'm going to quiz you on them. And here to play along is MGL, Maple Grove Leaf. Leaf! Hey, Leaf. What's up, Leaf Dog? How's it going? Yeah, pretty good, you know. Leaf, brah. Steve's in Friday mode, you know. Hey, Leaf. Half paying attention. How's it going? Real I mean, good, man. Machine Gun Kelly was in town last night, MGK. I mean, this guy's one one higher than that. He's MGL. MGL, yeah. yeah. You know what Ooh. I'm doing, actually? I just got my uh, crazy laser robot, and I'm programming it to shoot lobsters. <laughs> oh, see? To shoot lobsters. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you will not win tickets to Cat Video Festival if you win this game. You will win a MyTalk t-shirt if you choose the right person who knows the most about movies with elevator scenes in them. <laughs> I'm going to go with Don on the phone. Yes! Leaf. Why? Leaf, leaf, Come on, Leaf. leaf. I'm in elevators all the time. Leaf, leaf, leaf. Leaf. I'll switch to Steve if I get uh, Cat Video Festival tickets. Mm. <laughs> I would be willing to do that deal. Rocco? I, you know, I don't know if Hubbard lawyer. Sure. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm leaf, leaving. let's do this, baby. There's a lot on the line now. It's okay. Wow, you just okay. burned a bridge with Donna, but you and I just became blood brothers. Donna, you have to go faster. (laughs) You walk so briskly in the morning, she's still walking out of the studio. It's a small studio. She's sore. 
You know what I pictured when she said she wanted some arm weights, and I just pictured her arms getting longer and longer, like Abraham Lincoln's. <laughs> okay, Rocco, are you ready? I think I'm ready. Leaves, leaves, starting to spout off now. It's fine. Um, yeah, we are gonna quiz you on some movies with elevator scenes. You know, yesterday this movie came up because it was Milk Chocolate Day. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. At the end of the movie, there's a climactic glass elevator scene. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What three characters are in that elevator during that scene? Willy Wonka, Charlie Buckets, and his grandpa. What 2006 Martin Scorsese movie features a tense elevator scene with Leo and Matt Damon? The Departed. And in what 1998 Nora Ephron movie is there a pivotal scene with Tom Hanks and Parker Posey stuck in an elevator? You've got mail. I'm going to say you've got mail. 1998. Son of a biscuit. Mm. Is that terminal? Terminal. Mm. You've got mail. Mm. Leave. Leave. Uh... Leave. The other two are locked and loaded. It wouldn't be the one where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is on the run from him, would it? In 1998. I don't think Catch Me If You Can came out in 1998. Nor do I think Nora Ephron would have done that. She was more of a romantic. I'm going to say, I think that might be terminal. I'll go with you. I am. All right. It's either that or you've got mail, but I don't think Parker Posey was in. You've got mail, but maybe I'm misremembering it. Anyway, I'm going to call Donna. Donna! She's coming. Okay. Excuse me. All right. Here she comes, everybody. Oh, what are you eating? What'd you find? What is that? Is that a chicken tender? No, it's dried mango from Jess. I tend to go out into the hall and go, anybody got candy? And then you know, Jess goes, I have tried mango. You know what Jess has? Everything but the bagel popcorn That's from right. Popped Corn. It was brought in <laughs> by Sue today. That's what oh, she well. was trying to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Everything but the bagel. You got her kicked off that commercial. <laughs> I didn't. A listener did. And then we called her. And yeah, now she no longer voices the commercial. Because she's like, I will not pronounce it that way. Yeah. Yep. She stuck to her guns. Some she people sure really double down on being wrong. How'd you guys do? We know. at least two out of three, maybe three out of three. All right. All right, Donna. These are movies with elevator scenes in it for National Talking in Elevator Day. Okay. We'll start with this one. We talked about it yesterday on National Milk Chocolate Day. Oh, yeah. In the film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate mm-hmm. Factory, at the end of the movie, there's a climactic glass elevator scene. Mm-hmm. What three characters are in that elevator in that scene? Oh, no. It's Willy... No, it's not Willie. It's it's the kid. Willie. You know, the kid and his grandpa. And? Mr. Wonka. Okay. In what 2006 Martin Scorsese movie is there a tense elevator scene with DiCaprio and Damon? Say what now? Martin Scorsese, 2006 elevator scene, DiCaprio and Damon. That is called The Departed. 1998 Nora Ephron movie, Tom Hanks and Parker Posey stuck in an elevator. That is called... Well, let's go over it. What would you have said had you had enough time? Any answer? I would have said best in show. Okay. Well, here's the question question I threw out. 1980 movie where a whole lot of blood comes gushing out of a hotel elevator. Uh, The Shining. Yeah. For sure. Threw that one out. The one I put in was the one you both got wrong. Oh, man. Steve was uh, so close, on it. There? It was You've Got Mail. Dang it. I said that, Donna, and then I switched it to the You're terminal. Dumb. 
Um, but you Donna, guys both got the other two right. young women listening, and they're going to mimic you. You both got the other two right. It was Charlie, his grandpa, and Willy Wonka in the elevator. Here's my favorite part of that answer. When Donna said Willy, <laughs> just standalone Willy, it totally threw her. She was like, wait a minute. He would never just be called that. Oh, there can't be a Willy. He looks Sorry. like a Willy. The kid, Charlie. Charlie. Looks like a Willy. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. So cute. And, and Gene Wilder doesn't look like a Willy. Hey, Willy. 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 Anywho. Uh, you both got the departed right... That means uh, it's a tie, oh, and uh, MGL's fate is still on the line. Is he going to go to Cat, Cat Video Festival for oh my free gosh. or not? Intensity here. All right. What I've done, and this is um, this is a bit of a... <laughs> I think at 5 o'clock on the Lori and Julia Trivia oh, jukebox, uh, I'm going to be playing elevator music. That's funny. Uh, for National Talking That's Elevator. That's a great bit. I Thank like you. that. We would have loved it on our show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I found on uh, YouTube Music a bunch of songs done by the Muzak Orchestra. Okay. You know, what we would call elevator music. Okay. And I'm going to play you a popular song, and you're going to tell me what it is, but you're going to hear it elevator music style. Now, Leif, if you know this, remember, uh, say your name, and then you'll get an opportunity to answer. We'll do it. Seems like a phone's clipping out and lagging here a bit, but I'll do my best. Don't okay. blame the lag. He <laughs> says lagging, it's lagging, which means he says bag, put my bagel in a bag. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, here comes elevator music. Steve. Steve. American Pie. It is American Pie. <laughs> we will see Leaf, Leaf at the Cat Video Festival. Way to go, Leaf. Thank you. I'm pointing Gatorade on you, Steve, when I see you. Oh, oh bro, it's going to be sticky. Oh, God. Sticky bumping. <laughs> oh, boy. Leaf. Oh, my gosh. All right. We'll see you out there. Bye now. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Love Bye. You. We love you, too. We love you. Uh, do we have time to do uh, a little tip? How do I know if I have a tick on my head? Oh, no. Do you want me to check? We're not at the check me for tick stage, I don't think. That happens on your five. <laughs> By the way, yep. as of yesterday, it was 34.28. Now it's 35.28 by now. Damn it. Thanks, Kaylee. I have a few tips on what you should do if you win Mega Millions. Okay. Could you please Did make you get it? your tickets? No. Is it tomorrow night? It's tonight. Tonight? Okay, get it. Oh, we got Can, uh, the Speedway next door. You want to do it go. now? You want to do it after the break? You want to do it after the break? And you want to do it after the break? We did it. We'll after just the do break. it after the break. We got a lot of emails uh, that have come in, too. So we'll try to get some emails at some point. We actually believe that Rocco might, in fact, have a uh, slow jam for us. That comes up at 1130. If you missed the big news, it's linked up on our show links page. Will Smith broke his silence, speaking for the first time since Oscar night. He addresses Chris Rock in the video, Chris Rock's mother, Tony His Rock, brother, Chris Rock's yeah. brother, uh, Jada, whether or not she had him go up and do something. Uh, and he addresses the people who say they looked up to him before the slap and don't anymore. He talks about all of that in a five-minute, 44-second video, which is linked up for your viewing pleasure. You can also find it on YouTube and Will Smith's Instagram. When we come back, we'll give you, if you are the winner of tonight's big Mega Millions, $1 billion drawing. 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 And you know my name is Simon. We're going to tell you what you need to do. First steps if you have a winning ticket. That when we return on a Friday edition of Don and Steve on My Talk. 
Hey, Steve. You are the I'm behold of my talk. M behold. I don't know all these kids and their the names and their babies. I'm baby Lil. I'm Lil Baby. It's M behold. Yeah, I've never. This is this their only song. I don't know. There, about. I we don't, don't know, know. Hey man, watch the pronouns. Oh, okay, I didn't know. mean. No, I didn't. I, I didn't mean it like that. Is that are they a group? I don't know anything about M by hold. Watch the pronouns. He said, "Jeez." Mm. Uh, formerly going by the stage name M. Individual artist or a group? Uh, seems like a single artist. She's half Persian from Los Angeles. Persian. Mm. What does Los exotic. Angeles stand for? <laughs> or not stand for what does it mean? Uh, the angels, yes. city of angels, city yeah. of angels. Donna's never been to LA. Is that true. possibly true? Yeah, never been there. Been to San Francisco. Been to San Diego. Never been to Los Angeles. Is it I on mean. your bucket list at all? Hollywood. Yes. Very fun. Yes, I. Yes, it is. Thanks. I want to go to Palm Springs. Oh, Palm Springs is my jam. Um, so I have family who lives very close to there, like an hour away. Just thinking about, you know, maybe doing a little spa. What little... city do they live in? They live in Murrieta. Oh, yeah, you used to have friends in Murrieta. No way! And do you know this? You guys very rarely ever ask about my upbringing. I used to live in Rancho Cucamonga. Mm, how do you spell that? Rancho, and then C-U-C-A, Cuca, M-O-N-G-A, Cucamonga. Mm. Cool. It was awesome. Do you miss being out in California? No, sometimes I'll miss the weather. It's terribly pleasant there. Really, really marvelous. As in, no humidity almost ever. Almost ever. Oh my God, that's amazing. Does it rain? Occasionally, and when it does, it is a statewide event. Right. (laughs) One of the reasons they say the cars slow down so much in L.A. during rain is because there's so much built-up oil. Mm. because of the amount of traffic, and it never routinely washes away. Oh, so it gets so real when water slippery. Comes, that's what they say. But that feels like maybe that's the kind of thing you would say if you were bad, in driving, bad at driving in the rain. Right. Oh, well, it's real slippery. Here's why. It's oily. Anyway. Uh, what were we going to do here? If you win tonight's <laughs> Mega Millions. Oh, tell us what to do. There are things that you need to do. Because I, I need to listen because I'm going to win. I've always said if I ever win a Mega Lottery... The first thing I would do is throw a chair through a window <laughs> because I could. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to go suddenly get in prison for, okay. a, you know, vandalism. All right. But I would throw a chair through the window because I'd just be going nads. Nads. You want them to come in right now? Somebody's on the phone that says they want to go to L.A. with you, Donna. All right. Hey, oh, let's bring okay. them on. Hi. Who do we have on the line? Hi there. Welcome. You're on my talk 1071. Who's this? Hey, it's Terry Zila. How are you doing? Terry! Hey, Terry! Now, wait a minute. Hang <laughs> on a second. We don't just get a cold call out of the blue from Terry Zila, who, by the way, Terry, Terry Zila, uh, Terry John Zila, who's a guest on Twin Cities Live so many times, uh, a, a former caller of the Don and Steve show. So this is really wonderful to have you back. But, Terry, I need you to know this before you tell us your story, okay? Last week... I was looking up some old video for just for like updating a reel, okay? And I was trying to find stuff, and there was a video that popped up of you and me laughing like little schoolboys for about <laughs> 60 seconds straight on Twin Cities Live while the show was on, making no sense at all. And so, how funny that I just saw that, was thinking of you, and now you call. Well, I do listen all the time. 
We love that you do. This is I just. Know, but Donna said she's never been to L.A. I lived there for five years. Oh. How about we make a plan to make a road trip and I will show Donna how to do L.A. Okay. Really? Well, Terry. Terry. Pitch her on this. Like uh, if, if you had to come up with the three things that Donna would need to do or see when she takes her bucket list trip after she wins the Mega Millions tonight. What are three <laughs> things that you would tell her? Oh, I've got to show you this, this and this in L.A. Okay, well, one, just the, the, the beautiful Santa Monica Basin, mm-hmm. which is a cesspool to swim in, but gorgeous to look at. <laughs> okay. It's kind of like a Kardashian. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, oh God, Terry. Terry. Okay. So, uh, uh, and then um, you got to go and see um, the Hollywood Walk of Fame so you can feel better about yourself by default because that part of Hollywood makes it kind of just call it the land of broken dreams. But again, if you have most of your teeth by the Walk of Fame, you're like in the top 1%, so you're so fantastic. <laughs> okay, just so you know, Terry's opinions are only his. They do not represent the opinions of this station. I needed to say that legally, Terry. Oh, All right, that's two things. The third thing that you would take Donna to see uh, in L.A., Terry, is what? Just all the restaurants. So that means we'll eat like normal people. I mean, like when I lived in L.A., I would fly back to go to the state fair to watch normal people ingest food. And if they did throw up, it wasn't intentional. So the whole thing is to be in Los Angeles and eat restaurants and actually ingest the food. That would just make us hit penny. Terry, let me oh ask my because... God, when's your stand-up routine? Oh, Terry, when is it? shot out of a cannon. to your show. Um, now, Terry, John, I have, a, I have a, a question for you because you are such a foodie and you're, of course, a kitchen guest on Twin Cities Live all the time. So... What's your what's your favorite restaurant? Like if somebody says, "Hey, I'm in LA. I can get anywhere in and around the greater LA area, but I can only eat at one restaurant while I'm there." Do you have any that stand out to you, being the foodie and the chef that you are? It's it's, it's kind of an unsung restaurant. I worked with a guy. His name's Michael Simarusti. There's a restaurant called Providence. Um, it's not high on the radar. It's by the Paramount lot, um, but the food is really exquisite and some really innovative things. Last time I was there, they had like this spherical gin on a salad. I mean, I'm not even a gin guy. And I thought, wow. I mean, it was just, it's a really, it's not high on the radar, but it's one of those restaurants that's been there for 15 years, deservedly so. Okay. Oh, I love that. Oh, my gosh. This was fun. Uh, Terry John Zila, there he is. Uh, don't be a stranger, Terry. Call in more, okay? Well, yeah, when I'm not working. Yeah, okay. Right, Every, which okay. is probably almost never. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. he's trying to seem busier than we are. You see what he's trying to do? He's trying to put us down at the end there. All right, Terry, we miss you. Great to hear from you. There is uh, Terry John Zila with Thank you, Terry. his unfiltered and unabashed Aww. itinerary of what to do in L.A. if ever he got to be Donna's tour guide out there. That's great. <laughs> That was really Never fun. know what he's going to say. Who I is never, listening to this show? Never know what he's going to say. Higher your standards. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. We have, we have chefs who listen. We have, we've had someone call in oh from gosh. a combine at a farm. Remember that? We had a farmer call in yes. from a combine. We did. And, we, you know, we've got Melissa Peterman in L.A. We've got chefs listening. We've got TV personalities all over the place. Thanks, guys. We'll try to do better. We're a show of the 1%. <laughs> All right, and if you win the Mega Millions, you will certainly be that. All Here's right. what you need to do if okay. you happen to have a winning ticket tonight. First That's of all, true. keep the ticket safe. State Farm Insurance recommends making several copies of the winning ticket and putting the original in a safe or a bank deposit box. Okay. Also, read all the rules before signing the ticket because it might impact whether you can remain anonymous. Number two, protect your privacy. Be prepared to change your contact information, including your phone number, and setting up a P.O. box. You'll be surprised how many people suddenly 
want to get in touch if they find out you've won. Mm-hmm. Third, get professional advice. A good idea to put together a team of financial experts ASAP, including an accountant, a financial advisor, and a lawyer. And finally, don't make any big decisions. It'll be really tempting to make a big purchase or a lifestyle change, but that's why so many winners go broke. Avoid becoming an ATM for your family. Yeah, there are. I know a lot of people who are like, I would pay off your mortgage and I would buy you a car and I would make sure. And it's like, okay, are, are that cool, but maybe contact a financial advisor first. That's all. Yeah. I wonder Should what we, you would do with the lottery. Should we walk over to Speedway after the show and buy our tickets? Together? I already bought my tickets yesterday, buddy. Boo. Oh, really? <gasps> do you guys want to go in on one? I think that gets messy. All right, Rocco, you and no, I. No, no, yes, that can't totally happen. If you guys are going Steve in, then I'm yeah, in. Oh, I can't oh, be. Somebody has FOMO. I'm here on Ooh. Monday. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Steve Show. Cricket noise. <laughs> Cricket noise. No, I think Rocco and I will just do it together. Let's do it. Donna. What? He just, he's yeah, a barnacle on the bottom of the player. ship. You're, I'm a team player right here, right now, giving you like all I have. thinking about your family and stuff like that. <sighs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I I throw you a few bucks. Don't worry about it. I think it would actually be a few dollars. That's what would really hurt about it. It would be, I would give you a thousand dollars. I want to barf right now. (laughs) Okay, bye. We'll be right back. See you, everybody. No, stay.